Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Welcome to Wheelman of the Genius. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wheelman of Genius. This is episode 38. Coming off Pocono, I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Matt. Matt, how are we doing? I'm all right. I've had better days. Man of many words. Uh, yeah, coming off Pocono last week. Uh, good weekend. Uh, not my best finish. Kind of stunk, actually, on track. We were okay in qualifying, just too tight in the race, and just weren't really able to hold it. Able to miss the big wreck on the front straightaway, which was good. That was uh, massive. Dude, that was That huge. was right in front of me. Really? Yeah. He almost went over the wall. Yeah, that's what we were. I had to jump off the wall because I thought he was coming you over You got scared? Me. You got that scared? Well, I don't know if you remember earlier in the year, I had my back turned to the racetrack. And yeah, so you're hyper. Uh, Joey Gase went 50-50. You're rails, hyper aware. Rail grinds down the. Uh, he didn't actually hit the wall. He just slid down pit road. Yeah, but it was too close for comfort. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Chance used to always tell me on pit wall at Daytona, like, if you see him wrecking, it's already too late. <laughs> but that was really when you're just close to turn four. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I ran the Alka-Seltzer car. It was really cool. A uh, lot of love on the paint scheme. A lot of love on the white wheels, um, which we don't always get. But I think Dale Jr. shouted us out with the white wheels. Looked like a couple of Alka-Seltzer tablets out there. Yeah, like, the- so what's the deal with that? Because you usually have like one or two sets, and then the next set is black. Why can't you just hoard them all? Well, like, because why can't- you get used tires, so that's why you get the black ones. Uh, you, you don't change over the rims? No, not if we don't have to. It costs money. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The more you know. know. No, yeah, like sometimes some teams won't allow you to use their wheels. Um, so you have to pay to have them transferred over to your wheels. I mean it's just labor, but it still costs money, so we try not to as much as possible. Uh but yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff happening. We uh did a little autograph session, uh went and passed out some Alka Seltzer samples. At the tent over there by the stage during the truck race, uh, met a bunch of people. It was really cool. That truck race was awful. Truck race was hectic. Like I walked up, I was talking to the tire girl on uh, the knees truck. I'm like, "What? What are we doing?" She's like, "Oh, we're racing." I'm like, "We we're racing or we're wrecking?" <laughs> it seemed like every f- two laps there was a wreck. Because literally the first ten laps, there was three wrecks. Yeah, it was awful. At Pocono, I. That's why I don't like going to Pocono for the lower series because that's always the first track where a kid who has no business being on something larger than a mile gets 
That's where they put them. Yeah, see, I don't get that at all. You know what I'm talking about, though? Because it's one of the toughest racetracks, I would say. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, like, it is. Pocono I mean, is always the first racetrack that 17-year-olds or whatever. Do they have to be 18? I think they I have, think to, be they have to be 18, but they get the full test day the day before, and that's why. Yeah, it's just I pitted for someone who had no business being in a race vehicle that weekend. I'm not going to name names. John Gary on P14, son. Yeah. Uh, he said his only downfall was the pit crew. On controlled stops. Even. Yeah, he lost a lap under caution. <laughs> on a controlled stop? Twice. Dude, he could have got out and changed them himself. I know. And so lost a lap, I think. That brings up a great story for me. It was my first year pitting ever. It was Arco's six-man stops. And the team I pitted for wasn't the greatest. Like, they didn't have good equipment at all. And so much so that they put a rounded-off lug nut on the left front. Mm. And uh, so we did right sides, came around, did the left sides, tried to do the left sides. I was a rear carrier, and we got done, and I just see the front changer just hitting this one lug nut. <laughs> just one lug nut. <laughs> it rounded, the, the lug nut was rounded off, so there was nothing getting that thing nothing off. Nothing happening. They went and got an impact, like a six point battery. Socket. Yeah. Yeah. Still couldn't get it off. We lost a lap under caution. Damn. Yeah. Where spotter, was this? This is Pocono. Oh, damn. That is bad. I mean, that's like the a spotter goes, minutes. well, guys, congratulations. I've never thought I'd see it, but lost a lap under caution. Damn, at Pocono. he said that to you? On the radio. Damn, that's not very supportive. And then the driver went out about three or four laps later and wrecked so hard it bent the steering wheel. Mm-mm-mm. Those are hard. I'll say the driver is currently a Xfinity Series owner driver, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. So, you oh. are just getting blown up over here. I know, it's bad. You're so popular. Mode. But, it was a very chaotic weekend on my end of things. Yeah. We had like 75 guests at the racetrack this week. Really? It was chaotic. Big sponsor area for us. I think our one big sponsor, we had 50 guests. The other one, we had about 20 that's not even counting like personal people. So it was a, it was a rough weekend for me overall. Pitting two races in one day also takes a toll on your body. Yeah, not imagine. It was busy for me cuz I I got to the racetrack, did some PR stuff, then changed, went out, pitted the truck race, then changed back into PR clothes, went out and did practice and qualifying. Then after practice and qualifying, got back in the fire suit and did the Xfinity race. Wow. Busy man. Yeah. Man busy man on a busy weekend. Very busy. It was nice, though, to see a lot of fans at Pocono. That was, it was packed out there, honestly. I mean, even the Xfinity race had a pretty solid crowd. The Arca race had a decent crowd as well, for Arca at least. Uh, the Pocono fans always show out. When they have one event a year. Yeah, no, exactly. Two events they that's, don't. I mean, that's anywhere I think you're you're fighting the... Like, when it's one event, it's like you get it while you can. And if it's like two. Like, this is the only time it'll be here. Yeah, like two, you're like, oh, I'll wait till, I'll wait two months. You'll go to the next one, and then when the next one comes up, you're like, I don't really want to go. Yeah, exactly. It's a, It creates some urgency. But, yeah, no, I, I like Pocono. We struggled, like I said, but I was good on a short run. Dude, I would eat people up through the tunnel on a short run, but then as soon as my right front started going, she was gone. <laughs> She was gone. That sucked. I really wanted to do good for those guys, but 
it happens. We had some shenanigans on pit road too. Uh, I saw you get sent to the back once. I didn't know what happened. Well, that was because, well, one almost too many men over the wall because we put tape on the brake ducts and we told them to pull tape off and they pulled grill tape. So we had to send one of our guys over too many men over the wall. And then I had to go to the back the next time because I didn't slow down enough coming down pit road when I missed the wreck, even though I felt like I was going slower than pit road speed. But I guess I wasn't. I guess in the moment you think you're going slower than you are. But uh, Don't they usually give you a... A little bit. A pass on that? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, they, they pop like four of us at once. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is what it is. They're sandbox. We, sandbox, we play in it. Uh, you crushed that one. Yeah, no shit. Uh, what else? Was I, oh, yeah, we had a we had an issue trying to get, like, we're trying to make an adjustment. And I look up in the mirror because I want to, like, know. There's two rounds. So I look up, and I didn't really think about it. I look up in the mirror, and I see, like, the last bit of the right rear round going on. I'm like, okay, I don't know if he got two. And then I look up, watching the left rear, watching the left rear, watching the left rear. Wrench never goes in, never goes in. Wayne's like, did I do the left rear adjustment? And I'm like, no, I've been watching the whole time. No, they did not. So then he does the, he sticks the wrench in there, spins the wrench until it hits the thing. So he goes like one round, if one round. And I'm like, no, please, man. Put I, I was like, I was like, dude, I'm begging you, please put the wrench back in and go one more round because I know you didn't go two. And he's like, he does it, and I'm like, oh, there we go, and I took off. But I don't know. That's annoying because I get it. They're trying to be fast, but like at that point, we'd already sat there forever. So let's just make sure we get the adjustment. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's three types of pickers on Xfinity Day, right? There's top tier, yeah, like just trying to get out first. There's the middle tier guys who are trying to gain spots on pit road, you know, trying to get the adjustments. If you get half of it, they're okay. And then uh, there's where I pit these days. Where you just get it done. Just the crew chief. We did. <laughs> the car I was on, we changed tires once. Really? That was it. Damn. Yeah. What car? I'm not going to say. I'm curious. Write it down and show me. All right. But, uh, I think we, we fired off about a 20-second pit stop. I mean, I would have taken all of, them, all of ours were longer than that. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where it's just um, get the tires on, get the adjustments. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, Especially I mean, with this car. No, it, yeah, yeah, it, for sure. I mean, for sure, it doesn't just, matter. I get paid the same either way if I, I go fast. Wheel too. If I go fast, I get paid the same. If I go slow... I also get paid the same, just, and the car's going to finish probably in the same spot. I just want to get the job done. I, w- I don't want to lose weight. You wheel. need me to put together your pit crew. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We've had good guys sometimes, and we have bad guys sometimes. It just stinks. When like, I mean, we weren't having a good day, so it just was insult to injury. Right. But was when you're it having this, a good day... And was then, it the same issue you've had the last couple weeks? With the same guy, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, you, you, should, you, should, you should go talk to this guy. I try to talk to him, and he seems like, oh, yeah, what's going on, man? man. <laughs> so he's oblivious. Yeah, it's like, what do you, like, I, I don't know if these particular guys don't practice on five lug stops or, or what, because it's not like our studs are long either. Like, it's, like our studs are pretty short. That car, actually, they were borderline illegal short, and we'll still lose. It's tough. Yeah. Just to put a spacer in? No, it wasn't that bad. It was just enough to really suck, like, at the end of a stage. You'll get that. Yeah, it is what it is. But move on. Like I said, that the Alcatraz car got a lot of media media attention. Uh, 
had more people come with me that have never talked to me in my life than. But now than they ever. know. Then they're like, "Oh, my best yeah. friend Bailey's here." Yeah, and uh, no, that was cool. Uh, we've been talking about throwback schemes, and I just don't know. There's there's a lot of them. Heavily, Jimmy means. Yeah, I mean that's that's the fan favorite. But I just feel like I don't know. There's a Terry Labonte one too, which I'm partial to because Texas, Texas, exactly. Texas Terry. But I know if I do anything other than Jimmy Means, people are going to riot. So you just got to find the right one. I, I want the Texas Terry one because the Texas Terry one. Are they going to let you do Chrome numbers? Yeah, I mean they let they let everybody do Chrome numbers, don't they? Not in the Xfinity series, not right. Oh, well, I guess no. Jeremy had. Jeremy does every week. Yeah. So or most most, most weeks. weekends. Uh. But yeah, I don't know. We've been talking about that. I don't know. There's a lot of. I mean, there's old paint. Old paint schemes are just cool in general. There's a Matt Kenseth one too. Oh wow! From Robbie Riser Racing. Yeah, when he drove a Chevy. Matt was, Kenseth was that a Chevy in a Chevy. Because I was looking at him earlier. Yeah, he drove a Monte Carlo. I don't know. Because then Roush bought or acquired Riser Racing. Yeah. And then, and then finished Robbie that season there. out as Chevrolet, and then the next season went to Ford. Yeah. That's where the Killer Bees came from. Mm-hmm. Mike Chance was on that team. He was on the Killer Bees? He was on the yellow 17 car. Yeah. He worked for Riser before it went to Roush. And Wayne, my crew chief, worked at Riser's wow. before it was Roush. Yeah. Quite the uh, coaching tree. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. No, cool. yeah. The old paint schemes are just cool, dude. I want to run one of those cartoon schemes one of these times. Like the Cartoon Network one? Yeah. I don't know what kind of cartoons we'll put on it, but. Big Les show. A Big Les show. Did you watch the newest episode of Yeah, Sassy I didn't get Sasquatch? the hype that you got. The skateboarding that. part, the penguin? It was good. He does like a nose grind, shove it out on a penguin, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. And you hear that sound? That's the sound of everyone turning this off. No, because you just don't. I don't know. You're not a you're not a skater like I am. I was a scooter kid. Yeah, I could totally tell. I could <laughs> tell by a lot. Even though uh, Curtis's son Scooter's been at the shop lately, I've been getting down on that thing. Electric or just like no standard razor, baby. Oh. I'm talking w- with the wheelie bar. No, dude. This is a this is this is the razor scooter. This is the 2005 razor scooter, the good one. Yeah. Oh, the wheels aren't rotted out yet? No, 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 no. This thing's pristine. I mean, I, I'm almost scared to ride it and do little tricks on it. So I'm, like, I'm going to break this thing if I keep going. Because I, I, I weigh too much. If I'm trying you to weigh like a, 20 pounds. I'm trying to do a tail whip on this thing. And like it's loud in the shop. It's like clank, clank, clank on the And ground. then everyone stops and has to look at you. Billy, you're going to break your ankle doing that. No, I'm not. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, don't be like Hosovar. I could do some... Uh, Three six. I I threw a three sixty on that thing first try after not doing it in a long time. I was like, holy cow! I still got it. That's this the sound of everyone else turning off the podcast. No, they might want to know my racer scooter tricks. Oh man, did you get any hide into any hijinks at Pocono? Not really. It's pretty tame week. We were the last car to get through tech because what happened? I don't know. Just everybody got through and it rained. It rained. Yeah, and like. <laughs> I don't know. I had a, I had this carbon tube in the interior that I've already run once before, but they decided this time that I wasn't allowed to have it. They were like, you can do the plastic. This actually, I'm going to get down a rabbit hole here because it's kind of upset me. Like, oh, yeah, you can have the, the clear plastic ones. Like, all the, the you know big teams can make themselves because it's, it's cheaper. Right. But I can't get it anywhere. I have to pay $50 for the same piece that they're making themselves, and I can get a carbon piece for $10 that's used from SRI. They just don't think about that at all. Right. They don't think about that. 
I'm sure it does save the big teams money to use plastic and not make their own money or make their own carbon and spend the money to do it. But they could just do the plastic anyway that's cheaper and probably just as light. And I could get the used carbon from SRI and use it in my car. Instead, I got to use just regular old black hose. It doesn't look as good. <sighs> On a weekend that you want your car to look good. Exactly. And it still looks fine. Like, I got the hoses all ran. I had to cut the, like, he did at least let me. I had to cut the carbon tube out and kind of splice in a smaller piece of tube because the way I run my right side uh, driver duct, I run it kind of weird compared to most people, and it's like a 90-inch long tube because I run it I run it off the window, run it straight down, down the wheel tub, underneath the 7 bar, right down the right side door bar, cut it hard right, 90-degree turn, and then run it to the... I have a little duct that I made that goes on the fuel rail. But I didn't have a 90-inch Can you say why you do that? Because it just looks cleaner, looks better. Lower to the ground, low CG, low CG, low CG. That's what it's all about. When is uh, the next Alka-Seltzer race? Daytona. You guys going to strap your big boy pants on for that one? I don't know. I, I want to. I want to just go out there and just wild out and not ride around at all. I want to go crazy. Like you want to you want to be up in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, my thinking is it's easier to miss a crash if you're in front of it. I mean, that's pretty decent logic. But it's just hard to get I mean, in front of it. It's also easier to dodge the wreck when you start it too. Exactly. So you, it's, <laughs> it's two birds with one stone, really. Right. I mean, if you think about it, if you're up there, you're either gonna wreck or you're not. It's fifty fifty. You're either gonna be in the midst of it and wreck hard. Like if you're gonna wreck, you might as well wreck it all. Or you're gonna drive into it because you cannot slow down in a speedway car you're going so fast you run up on the wreck like what they say on tv and because i was the same way i was like why don't they just miss these wrecks like it can't be that hard but no when they start wrecking in front of you on a speedway and you have speedway brakes on you can't slow down are they smaller brakes or bigger brakes smaller they're tiny like that was more for the people at home than, yeah. than me don't, well, don't yeah, yell at yeah me. they're they're much smaller they don't do anything i mean they'll Little like any little bit of drag you can get out. That's why I hate speedway pit stops. Pad. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what's crazy. The first time I ever ran a speedway race was in a truck, and the brake pads are so small and stuff. They they get hot really fast. So when you come to pit road under green, I was like, dude, I just broke something. This whole truck's filling with smoke, but it was just the brakes. The oh. brakes were billowing smoke. Is that this truck? That was. Is this truck right behind me that y'all can't see? Uh, uh, yeah, the one you wrecked. I got in someone else's mess, and it was all, don't get me started on that race. I The only reason I was back there is because the damn pit crew. No, it wasn't the pit crew. It was one person on the pit crew. Yes, who just got promoted. He's now on the sixth card. Really? So, congrats. Good job to him, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, definitely learned from his mistakes. It's definitely weird now because I'm in a totally different position and a lot of these guys, but a lot of the guys that I came up with pitting wise, yeah, are now getting to that top tier. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's, cool. it's, it's good for them. Yeah. It's weird because it's like I was better than you. Well, you have to think that yourself. Yeah, okay, Uncle Rico. I was better than if you. Coach would have put me in at state. No, it's not a bad. Match and soaking it up with my soulmate. I was just tired of getting hit on pit road. Yeah, it's just like Uncle Rico is tired of getting concussions playing football. I think, you know, it's just, it's all part of it. 
You got to put it on the line, Matt. I still do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just do it slow. I don't. I get paid the same if it's That's fast. Right. I, get I still get. I still put it slow. on the line every week. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just gassing though. Yeah. Yeah, you could catch on fire. Uh, yeah. You ever think about that? You ever like, man, if this lug nut sparks, I'm dumb toast. Literally. No. <laughs> I I don't. Think about that next time. No. Why? <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know. Just, I actually, just, uh, just to make sure you don't spill any. Sunday morning, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I had a a V, um, sunburn right here from your fire suit because I left my fire suit unzipped and it sat right where my my old chesticles hang out. Damn, dude. You think, yeah. Did you leave it unzipped while you were gassing? I'd have no idea. That's probably a hilarious photo somewhere. It's just this dude with his <laughs> just chest V just rolling yeah. out, <laughs> just dumping. Awesome. Gas everywhere, probably spilling. Yeah, it's it was very interesting this weekend. I've been used. I've been. I've now gotten accustomed to pitting a certain level car, mm-hmm. and I had to drop down a few levels this week. Down a peg, and I'm like, damn, I had it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you'll get you'll get back. You'll get back up there. You'll get back up there. But I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you'll get back up there. Don't worry. Uh, I was pitting your car. Yeah. <laughs> What did you what did you say? You did you get me kicked out? No. And I was like, no, because I'm pretty sure they actually liked you as the gas man, even though you're complaining to Spud about a fuel scale. Well, that was weeks prior. And oh. that was also a different car. Yeah. Whatever. I still got the job done. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was did just you, did you hit up S and S? what what did you do on the on this weekend besides pit and work? Um, like I normally do, I try to find the nearest Casino. Yeah. Did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to gloat about it because then the, the karma will come through. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say that, but you also just were spreading money across yeah, I was my hoping kitchen you, counter. I was hoping you didn't say that. Well, I mean, the fact that you said, I'm not I'm not going to gloat about it, even though I was just doing that 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I got to pay for this Chili Bowl ride somehow. Yeah. And you're clearly not bringing any money. Not as of yet, brother. <laughs> so it's tough out in the I got I got some uh, hooks in the water. Don't worry. Uh, hooks in the water. There's no bait on them. There's just hooks. You ever seen SpongeBob? There's no bait on those hooks either. Well, we're not fishing for sponges. Okay, you're you're getting technical on this. Like I just try to make a, a metaphor there. Yeah, and well, your metaphor sucks. Yeah, I'm more of an a uh, uh, an a simile guy. Oh, or a, stuff with like or as. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> analogy is actually what I was looking oh, for. There you go, crushing it. Yeah. So give us an analogy. You, it has to have. It has to happen naturally. Oh, don't worry. He's flustered. I am a little bit. He can't take the heat. I'm spun out right now. I'm spun out. Back to the wall. Why are you spun out? Because I've got to come up with an illiterate or not. Oh my god! I can't oh. even talk right now. Speaking of spun out, how about Kurt Busch wrecking and qualifying? Yeah, not good. I can't believe he was concussed. People have been saying it for a while now that these cars have no crumple zone and they're so rigid. Yeah, because he didn't hit crazy hard. Right, he just backed it in the wall. Him and Sammy Smith have, like, identical wrecks. Yeah, that's true. Sammy is a younger fella. Yeah, but, I mean, still, it's... But, I mean, these Xfinity cars, they, they're they perfect in every they're way. They're all crumple zone. They're, they're perfect in every way. They'll crumple where they need to. They race good. They look wow. cool. Yeah, come up with they two come more. They come up with a good race. Like, like I said, they're good, they're good at racing. Yeah, we already covered that. Yep, yep, yep. 
I don't know. I love a good Xfinity car. There's definitely more door foam in an Xfinity car. Is there? Yeah. I mean, that has nothing to do with backing in the wall. I know, but it's for protection. There's not door foam in the new car? There's less door foam in the new car. That's kind of weird that they would even let that slide. Skinnier. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's just weird. Ty Gibbs, though. Top 16. Did a good job. That was a boring cup race also. I thought it was a decent cup race. I mean, the fact that there was a late lead change, I mean, and then Ross getting crashed. And then I kind of want to touch on that for a second. People being like, oh, I wouldn't say that Denny wrecked. No, Denny wrecked him. No, I mean, I mean, Ross was out there. Denny drove him up to where he couldn't make the corner anymore, and then he got off of him, but he wrecked him. I mean, that's like if I drove in behind somebody and pushed them all the way into the corner and then got off of them, and then they went and hit the wall. It's like saying, oh, he didn't wreck him. He just pushed him and got him out of the groove. No, he crashed him. Yeah, it was it was pretty blatant. I mean, then it, it wasn't blatant. It. it was a savvy vet move. It's no, it wasn't. He just doored him into the fence. Yeah, but he made it look like no, 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 no. You're just listening to what the people on TV are telling you. Oh, okay. If, Here we go. If any, if Ross did that to Denny, oh my gosh, people would go crazy. The TV people would be like, oh, he did. It. He's at it again. He's so who, at it again. Who really comes out on top here? Because Ross gets put in the wall. He finishes like thirty. Third, I mean, yeah, he still finished ahead of Denny. And then Denny gets disqualified and finishes 36th. I don't know. I mean, it still it definitely sucks. I, I hate the fact that they're putting Ross in this, like, position. Like, he has made some mistakes, but, like, Ross feels so bad about it for him to not be angry at all in his interview. I'd be pissed. Like, yeah. oh, he might have spun Denny out on but accident. But I think, I think it's done now. I, don't I think, th- I think Denny will keep done. doing it. I mean, if you listen to his, his interview at the end of the race... He didn't no, sound done at all. I was pieced out. He didn't sound done at all. He sounds like, oh, I'll just keep doing it. That's well, what it sounded like to me. Rivalries are made here. But Ross will junk him if he wants to. Oh, yeah. Ross, he's not He's not going to play no shit. Yeah. And once Ross, I mean, like, Ross is going to take it for a little bit. And then, like, once he steps over, he's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, just, you're done. Yeah. I mean, we saw it when he got in that 42 Xfinity car with, with Harvick. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just flat out aggressively dumped him. Yeah. Which was funny. But uh, but honestly, if I was in Ross's shoes in that, I would have done the exact same thing. I mean, you're in a, a winning car for the first time, and you're going to win the race, and then some guy that doesn't even race in Xfinity all the time doesn't care who you are or what you do, just wrecks you because he thinks he can and doesn't respect you. Screw that, dude. Ooh, Screw hot, that. Hot take. I mean, I, that's, I, that's what it seemed that, like to me that, when it happened. That. Yeah. It's a good one. So, I the one thing I love about leaving Pocono as a crew person though, driving on the track. See, we didn't do that. We did. I had to go to Wawa. That was the coolest thing. Go to Wawa, get a hoogie. <laughs> I went to Wawa twice. With Bam Margera. <laughs> See Don, Don Vito. Like, see Don, Don Vito, Vito with the Wawa. Get a hoogie. I, it was hoogie fest. Did you see that? <laughs> it was coming up. But I am a firm believer that Sheets is better than uh, Wawa. Yeah, there was some study that Sheets was, that it was voted higher than Wawa. But I, I'm not a huge Sheets guy, if I'm being honest with you. If I'm choosing between Sheets and Wawa, I'm choosing Sheets. Wawa's not great. Wawa's pretty good. I think their made-to-order food is better than Sheets. I just think Sheets has more options. That's what makes it better. To you, maybe. 
to me are you quality are your quality guy quality because quality. i'm i got a cheesesteak from them and you got a cheesesteak and poking yeah. ale. <laughs> And During it, it, it looked like someone just took a diarrhea on a on a piece of bread. That's just a good. Uh, what did you get? That's just a good cheesesteak from <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> One of the more ridiculous things that happened to me this weekend is uh, sometimes. Did you get a Chaco Taco? No, can't get them. We'll, anymore. we'll touch on that. Yeah, yeah. In a second, I, I got. I, that's been like you've been wondering where my mind has been and like why I've been off. It's because I've been thinking about Choco Tacos. Would this you whole just time. let me talk? Yeah, yeah. I had to get that off my chest. You done Go now? on. Okay. Yeah. So getting back to my story before I was rudely interrupted. Um, so sometimes external marketing companies will bring in a sponsor to your race team through a driver. Um, and that's something we see very often, kind of where we run. And that's what happened this weekend. We had a sponsor on the car that was brought in from an outside source. We still get paid, but this guy also gets a cut off the top. This man shows up and he go. him and I have met multiple times, but I guess he didn't remember who I was. I guess I have a forgettable face because I normally take care of one of the cars in our stable. And someone mm-hmm. takes care of the other car. This man walks up to me and goes, hi, my name is Mr. Z. Nice to meet you. Um, so here are the guests for the sponsor this week. There's 10 of them. Um, I told them that you'll meet them out on the grid at 2 o'clock. Um, so now they are your problem. I am leaving. I want to go see the Liberty Bell. Bye. That's kind of whack. Yeah. Just, hey, they're here. There they are. Bye. Yeah, that's not how that should go. I mean, you'd think if he wants to keep them as a client, he'd stick around. Nope. He probably went to Hoogie Fest. No, he went. He's he explicitly said, I have always wanted to see the Liberty Bell. I am leaving right now to go, didn't even stay for the race. Like really? flew in that morning, came to the track for about all of two hours. He's from Miami. Wanted to see the Liberty Bell that bad that he left before the race even started. That's actually kind of a bad, that's just a bad move on his part. It's crazy. You're going to leave your client in a, a pool full of sharks that is the racing world? <laughs> as far as like marketing and sponsors go? Yeah, it was crazy. That's a bold I move. I stood there, I'm bold like. move caught, we'll see how it works out. I was me. like, what just happened? Yeah, that's weird. But now we can get to the Choco Tacos. Now we need to get to the Choco Tacos. When I saw this. I was floored. I drafted up a tweet like three different times and had to dial it back. So I'm like, okay, people are going to think I'm weird. But I literally went on an emotional roller coaster. It started with shock, then sadness. So you're going through the stages of grief. And then anger. Yeah, I mean, those are three of the stages. Really? Of I literally went through those. Now, when the I rest like, is acceptance, and then you move on. I don't know if it's going to take me a while. I don't know if I can move on. <laughs> I don't know if I can move on from this one, dude. You're going to have to start making black market. Choco tacos. tacos. Dude, I mean, like, what a, just a bad move on Klondike's part. I mean. Well, it's Unilever. I thought it was a Klondike product. Owned by Unilever. So you think Unilever's at, at fault here? Yeah. That's what you're saying. What a bad move on Unilever's part to get rid of probably the best ice cream treat that has Have ever you not been. seen the diagram that there's, like, five companies that control... Everything in the United States? No, I haven't, but I'm just saying. Like, who, like, what? 
it's a Choco Taco. Like, if, if maybe it's these kids these days just don't know what's what's good with the Choco Taco. I mean, maybe it's the the decline of ice cream trucks going away, and I'm sure it takes a special process to make these Choco Tacos. And you know, them not being in Taco Bell's anymore was a big hit to the Choco Taco industry. Yeah, but man, I'm talking about the best ice cream snack you could eat. Choco Taco, pour one out, you will be missed. I'm clearing out the shelves at all the food lines around here when I leave. I know, I thought about doing that too. That's the thing is, it's probably already done. It's probably like I left work. I'm like, it's probably they're probably already gone. It's tragic. I'm about to order like a hundred of them in bulk if I can. No chance you can. Zero chance. Because if everyone's doing it, I'm gonna look into it just to see, just to just to make. I mean. There's things like, you know, I don't want to regret it later and say, man, I could have got it. If I just know I can't, that's better. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I got you. Oh, man, I, I, I literally, when I saw that, I like I was like, dude, this is this is atrocious. I mean, why? <laughs> why? 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 Why like, now? I mean, thinking of like Klondike, they have like 19 other different Klondike bars that probably six of them people don't eat. Choco Tacos. Choco tacos. They're so good. What makes it so good? Everything about it, dude. The waffle cone shell, the chocolate on it, the chocolate drizzle inside, the chocolate lining on the waffle cone shell, the nuts in the chocolate on the top. You the, guys need to see the hand motion. The eatability of a Choco taco. I mean, what other ice cream can you eat and not get messy? Not many. There's really not many. <laughs> I don't know what normal cone. Yeah, right. Not get messy. A waffle bowl. Waffle bowl, maybe, but I mean, a then popsicle. You, then you got to sit down and eat a waffle bowl. You could walk around with a choco taco, not get messy. You can, I'm pretty sure I can walk can, around with a waffle bowl. You could walk from your office to a business meeting eating a choco taco and not have a drop of ice cream on you or chocolate for That's that matter. False. I have spilled so many choco taco maybe ice cream mixes on me. You're just not skilled. But I eat a lot of food that gets on my shirt. See, maybe that's just a you problem. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's just you eat things and things get on your shirt. That's the one Mexican food I can eat that I wouldn't get on my shirt. Every time I go to a Mexican restaurant, salsa on the shirt, queso on the shirt. You suck at it, then. No, I just love it so much. I'm just not paying attention. Oh, man. I mean, Look, are you uh, good? You I, I are you off? Know, I don't are you off your good. Choco Taco box now? I don't even know if, I can, if I'm good. Like, <laughs> I am... This man is straight up rattled. I am, dude. Choco tacos. I if there was like ever like something that I could get a product sponsor for, Choco tacos is at the top. You need of the to list. storm into Johnny's office this week. Right? Like we gotta run a choco. Break down the door. Uh, no, and say, we are running a Choco Taco paint scheme. Uh, no, no, I'm gonna get a Choco Taco memorial sticker and stick it on the car. <laughs> there you go. Put it on the B post. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do, actually. Thanks for the memories. Yeah, for sure. You need to get that done. I mean, I honestly, thinking back on all the good snacks I've had, Choco Tacos are at the top. (laughs) You're you're telling me Choco Taco is the apex snack? Yes, it is. Like, it's at the top. Nothing even comes close. Honestly, no. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of something right now that I'd rather have than a Choco Taco. Like Dunkaroos? No, like those are, those are way too much. Like I can feel the sugar in those when I eat them. 
I can feel my teeth like starting to hurt when I eat those because there's so much sugar in them. A Choco Taco is just so pure. It's the simplicity, really, that, that made the Choco Taco. It's just Man. it's just ice cream in a waffle cone, but the way it was shaped, the the proportions of each ingredient you'd get in each bite were impeccable. There, it's it is the apex predator of snacks. It is. I'm speechless. Like, I was angry in the fact that you can only just buy a four-pack when you go to the grocery store. Why not buy two four-packs? Then you got two boxes taking up your freezer. I Take would, them out of the box. I would do that, though. I would buy, like, maybe two, three boxes of Choco Tacos then and we'll dump get, them out. Then we'll get Mike Harmon Jr. Bailey back. Yeah, that's the problem. I see. I, maybe it's me. Maybe I have, I've been on the diet. I haven't been able to support the Choco Tacos. I mean, Taco you are business. angry right now. Yes, dude. I literally, I love Choco Tacos. I don't think you get it. I don't think you get it. I mean, do you not? Are, I, you, are you not a fan of the Choco Taco? I love Choco Tacos, but exactly. it's not. It's Name I'll, something better. Name name better ice cream specifically. Like ice cream snack. Like let's say you go to the ice cream truck that runs around Mooresville. What are you going to get besides a Choco Taco? Drumstick. Nah. It's it's literally all the same ingredients. No, but like there's I said, nuts. There's a like chocolate said, coating. Like I said before, it's the proportions of each ingredient per bite that make the choco taco. You're eating just standard vanilla ice cream with chocolate on top for the first six, six bites with the, with the nuts on it, and then once you get past that part, you're just eating standard vanilla ice cream in a cone. Okay, who cares about that? Who cares? Honestly, yeah, it's so bad it's bringing my country accent back out of me that I've buried oh, deep. We have these conversations every week about how we can make this podcast better. And we just spent a solid seven I mean, minutes on the, the I've been trying taco. to see how long I could take this, honestly. <laughs> but I'm serious. Yeah, all this, this, all this three of our listeners. They're going to be called Rest in Peace Choco Taco or Hoagie Fest. It's going to be one of the two. <laughs> How do you spell Hoagie Fest? Standard, but standard. I was going to say, how do you spell it with the emphasis? I don't know. I've been working on my Philadelphia spelling, and I can't really, uh, or don't, Delco, really. Don't be Delco. It's, uh, I don't know, say who. It's like H. <laughs> like, think of like how you spell Bo, but change the first letter with B for an H, and H- then G-I-E-F-E-S-T. H-E-A-U. Hoagie Fest. <laughs> Go to Wawa, get a hoogie. That's intense. You know what really sucks, though? What? When, like, you hit it, right, and you leave the racetrack. And you get a Choco Taco. (laughs) But you you miss most of the traffic because you're a PR person and you don't have to put the car in the hauler. Mm -hmm. And you get to the plane and you're like, you're at the plane. Yeah. And then the crew guys get stuck in traffic and you have to sit on the plane for an hour and a half. I got to the plane at 7.15. What kind of food did y'all have? We had... Like sandwiches again? Like... Like turkey. It was either turkey or Italian? Yeah, they made them themselves, 100%. I'm not eating any food on the plane anymore. I've gotten back from the plane the past two weeks and been sick, like as a dog. Because those things sit outside. Exactly. And it sucked. I'm just done. I'm just done doing it. It sucked because I get up to the plane and the door's not even open because it was raining. Really? She had to flip the door open for me. Damn. And normally I sit outside the plane and eat. And you got to eat close nice. quarters inside there. Yeah. Because those seats, 
with those flip down tables. There's n- there's no margin for error. No, I mean that's the good thing is like being a driver that like people don't usually sit next to you because like okay like let the driver have their own seat. Our or crew guys do not abide by that rule. JJ is supposed to get his own seat sometimes when he races. Dude, I'll, I will sit in the double seat and no one will sit next to me. Maybe maybe people just don't like me. That happened to me. Like I got on the plane, but I make sure I stack stuff in the other seat. I got on the plane and I sat on the aisle seat because it's a one tour, and uh, if someone wanted to come sit next to me, they could. I almost felt like maybe something's wrong with me because no one wants to sit next to me. No, I, I love it. I love it. Oh, don't get me wrong, I loved it too. Like I almost got away. Like pretty much every time going out, the planes are emptier or which more is empty. weird. And I don't then coming back, it. I always get a double seat by myself. And then, like, coming back, I was so close. And then Tommy Joe came and sat next to me. Damn. So close. Yeah. But so, like, does he fly his crew guys, but doesn't fly his pit crew? I don't know. Was, was Are you referring to, like, just a couple days ago? Yeah. Damn. That's tough. I think that's more on the uh, people that supply a pit crew. Yeah. Well, it's independent people now. So I was talking with them this week, and they, they said they had to fl- drive to Pocono. Oh, well, yeah, because they're like on their own deal just with just Tommy. with Tommy Joe. <laughs> I guess their rule is from the shop in Mooresville, anything less than nine hours, they have to drive. That's a big number. That's yeah. a real big That's number. A big number. And to Pocono was like eight forty something. We're doing like Talladega, like six hours is kind of our cap. Which sucks because, like, sometimes you think, like, oh, close race. Like, we'll be able to get there easily. But it takes longer to get to the close races than it does the far ones. I think for the first time ever, I will be flying to Richmond. That's crazy. That's crazy how you, nice. That's how you know you've made it. <laughs> now you got to fly to Bristol. No. I don't want to fly to Bristol or Martinsville. R.I.P. Ricky. Well, I mean, Martinsville, no one, no one flies to Martinsville. Anymore. Yeah. No, I mean that, that's that's the thing. Like no one does it anymore, just because of that. But flying to Bristol, I would do. That's such a waste of time, though. Do you not see? Like I've been seeing these things on TikTok of these celebrities that will fly like thirty miles away. That's atrocious. Apparently, it's some kind of tax break they get for, for for using a plane. That's ridiculous. It but, is crazy. Imagine at that thirty mile flight, like up down. But like from the Cup Series perspective. You always gauge yourself off the NASCAR plane to see if you get home early, right? Mm-hmm. I got to the plane at 7.15. I think we taxied out and took off at 9. Well, it's because you get there way early. No, but like the the one crew that we have two teams, the one team got there at like 8.15. The other team got there at 8.45. They took the wrong route. Yeah, I guess they, they took, took a left out of the racetrack, not a right. Correct. I took a left out of the racetrack, but I was still early, yeah, enough, early to enough to where to, I could get out. Yeah, because we took a right and took back roads the entire way, like the most back road country way you could think of. Yeah. In Pukenu. Pukenu. But, and I mean, like, we were coming back and like, dude, are we even going the right way? Yeah, because you don't have service. The only way we knew was like there's another minivan flying in front of us. We're, okay, they're going the same way as us. So a couple of weeks back in Atlanta, we still had our placard up, and we were driving home because it's only a four hour drive. One of the uh, pit crew vans was following us because mm-hmm. they could see the placard in the window, and we had the 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 airport for Atlanta is literally right across from the racetrack, 
and we were probably about five or ten miles away from the racetrack, and this van's still following us. I'm like, I don't know if they know where they're going, but we kept driving for another ten minutes, and they followed us until like until they finally figured it the out. Time, they finally figured out that the airport was about twenty miles back the other way. Damn, that sucks. They're probably people were probably, probably so pissed at that. Yeah, that was. To be that close Hilarious. and then to be late yeah. to the plane being that close. It's atrocious. You have no excuses. Yeah. My one nightmare that I still relive to this day was when I parked on the infield in Dover. Yeah. Which is a big no-no because they hold you for an hour. Like the one in Atlanta, you literally drive out of the gate and then there's a dirt road across right there. the street. It's from like the, you can from the see tunnel. it from yeah. the tunnel. It's, that's bad because I went down that trying to like – Dodge traffic and, and it just stops d- dead in the e brake turn turned around. And there's always a cop sitting down there. Yeah, and I was like, bummed. I was yeah. bummed on that because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get one over. You got to? Did you get the piece of paper? No. No, oh, they hand out for people going to the airport. They hand out this like colorful paper that you show to the police. Yeah. So we would show it to them, and they would just let us keep going. We'd go past the airport, so we'd cut off thirty minutes of. Just sitting in traffic. Damn, that's kind of nice. Same thing we did for. That's uh, what they should do with the parking passes, though. They should let them know, like, okay, like these are the teams. Uh, let them out. That's too complicated for. Not really. That's like way easier instead of passing out a piece of paper. I'm just saying it happens. If you just see, like, that's how I think they should do all the traffic at all the racetracks. If you see the parking pass in the window, then that's you're too much good. for people to think about. No, it's not. It is. It's very easy to see. No one else has a hanging parking pass. Handicap people. Okay, but you can tell the difference between that. <laughs> Some people can't. And what, dude? No, yes, they can. Yes, they can. I don't know. The traffic at some of these places is so bad. It's atrocious. It's so annoying. And there's traffic at places that shouldn't be bad. Like traffic at Pocono should be bad. Traffic in New Hampshire should be bad. Traffic at Texas. Should not be bad. Should be wide open. There's like six lanes there. But they let these people control the traffic. I swear, if they just get them out of the way, so much better. Yeah, just turn all the lights green. Like, yeah, all exactly. Always. Always. Let them figure it out. Every man for himself. It's but like it's all the cones. They, they set up these cones. And they get bummed. Like in Texas, if you hit a cone, they're bummed. They'll pull you over. They'll get in their car and come pull you over. You know why I pulled you over? Because I hit a cone. Yeah. And they are not stoked on it. But I swear if they just get rid of half the cones, it'd be faster. You're on the interstate at TMS. Yeah. And Indy's pretty bad, too. Yeah, but it's another place like two-lane road right out. I mean, yeah. it's four lanes, but, like, it's a small town. Like, it's, it feels like a small town road. It feels like they put a historic racetrack in the middle of a residential area. It feels like they built a residential area around a historic racetrack. I know. That's kind of where I was getting at. That's the joke? That was the joke. That was the gist of the joke? <laughs> yeah, I know. People be complaining about that stuff, and it's so annoying. The Nashville argument, the track's been there for 100 years. Yeah. And then people want to gentrify Nashville, and then... So I was trying to tee you up for a smooth segue into talking about this coming week, but you kind of went in a different tangent. How the heck were you trying to segue me into anything? I don't know, because we were talking about indie. And we're going to Indy this weekend. Indy. Road course. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Indeed, Indy. Mm. Yeah. 
No, that's gonna be fun. I like the Indy Road Course. They I mean, got, I they I think get rid of the rubber curbs, which everything is good. everyone's more excited for IRP. They are, yeah, I am too. Like I'm not even racing in it, but I'm definitely gonna go watch. I'll be there. You pitting? I guess. Who? Don't know. Nice. I don't know until I show up. Really? Usually. They don't like send you a roster beforehand. Nope. I literally get to the racetrack. I say, where do I go? They say, I'll go. Get to see Sauce Dog again this week. Is he finally? He's coming back. He's making his resurgence. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone earlier. Yeah, was he stoked? Yeah, he was pretty happy. We're talking about my old website, my PayPal account. Apparently, I've been stacking cheddar in that thing. I didn't even know. Oh, you're going to start paying me then? We'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, So for those who can't see, which is everyone, he started mouthing no, but then switched to we'll see. Well, I already gave Sawyer too big of a pay cut. I was like, you know all that hard work, Sawyer? Just take all the money. <laughs> so the guy who comes in here and does a podcast with you every weekend, sacrificing his time yeah, but at Sawyer home with his family, all that stuff. Sawyer did the merch. You know, I quite possibly could have helped you get to this Elka Seltzer deal. Sawyer did the merch. I That's sit why. here. That's why. I sit here every single week and I have not okay. seen. Oh my gosh. The light of day. You were just, you don't need the money. You were having hundreds spread across my kitchen counter That's, earlier. I can get up and walk away from this podcast at any point in time. I know. I know. And I will feel not bad about it. Look, dog, I'll Venmo you some money later. Oh, uh, I'm going to screenshot this and I'll put it up on Twitter if it actually happens. All right. Yeah. Speaking of talking mess, people were talking about the map thing. Where's your map? I would feel, I, I kind of wanted to fill it out during the podcast and you could have commentated me filling it out. You should have told me. It was your idea in the first place. Well, I thought you would have some initiative and, you know, and, and try to humiliate myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely print. The it's map called self deprecating humor. I, do, I know more about that than anybody. No, you don't. You think I just? You think I am just dumb? Yeah. You think I don't just act like this way, buddy? You think I'm? I am that passionate about chocolate tacos. Actually, I was gonna say you think I'm actually that passionate about chocolate tacos, but I am. So we'll do it for next week. I'll print two off. Print it off. No, you, you can't print two off because we can't do them at the same time. Because then they'll just be dead air. You, like you gotta be talking. No, we'll be talking. And oh, I can, he's going to South Dakota now. He's filling. I mean, it I can, I can, I can fill it out easy peasy and still talk. I was thinking about it after you left. I was like, damn, which, which are they? <laughs> like, where the hell is Ohio? <laughs> I was really thinking about that. Bruh. Really? I mean, I kind of know that the border states all the way around. Oh, good. I know all the ones I've been to. I doubt that. Yeah, because I just said Ohio. I've been to Ohio. I yeah, I was going to say you've been to mid-Ohio. It's like up there around Indiana, Illinois. It's in that row of states that all look the same, isn't it? I'm not even going to dig my thigh myself. With the there's like, there's three of them. There's like Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, or maybe it's Ohio. It's it's in one of those three. It's yeah. in like a row. I cluster them together a lot. Uh, it's know. like Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan. They're all the same. That's totally false. Wisconsin and Minnesota. Also false. They look completely different. Yeah, but the, they it's the same place. No, it's not. Same landscape. Nope. What's different about them? So, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. Wisconsin actually has more. We just don't brag about it. So, you, so what you're telling me is that you're saying they're so different because one is described by the number of lakes, but one of them has just as many, if not more lakes. No, it has more lakes. So, 
what you're telling me is one of them's trait is so much that they name it after it, but there's also a lot of lakes here too. Correct. That's that's and, like and saying farmland. that's like saying you know Utah and Colorado are so different, but they're pretty much the same place. Like oh, this is the land of ten thousand mountains, but Colorado has a lot of mountains too, but they're way different. Yeah, maybe you got me. I got the hell out of you on that one. If I had to say so myself, I mean Wisconsin's pretty flat. So is Minnesota. No, no, the, the glacier didn't get over there. It's more rustic. Glaciers? Yeah, millions of years ago. Isn't it pretty much landlocked? I mean, when the Ice Age happened, there was glaciers that slowly moved Talk across. About Pangea? The, not Pangea. After Pangea. Well, what about Canada? What about it? How is there going to be glaciers going, just cruising over Canada? It's like SpongeBob riding a rock across the bottom of the ocean. Why don't you pull out some geography and some geology? No, no, I'm, I'm just going to keep using my SpongeBob references <laughs> yeah. to make sense of this. Yes, highbrow SpongeBob references. It's not a That's boulder. what gets the people going. It's not a going. boulder, it's a rock. That's what gets people going these days, I guess. Yeah. So are we finally going to preview Indy road course, or are we just going to sit yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, it's a road course. What are we going to say about it? I'm going to blast the curb and four and five, the four and five curbs, wide open, jumping them. Because that's the fun way and the fast way to do it. It's they also have, hard on the equipment. They have it on iRacing now. Cool. I was trying it out way harder on iRacing. It's crazy. Like, there's so much first gear uh, going on at Indy Road Course. In real life or on the on In the game? real life. But it, it's so hard on the game to have, like, good throttle control in first gear. Because you just blow the tires off constantly. Like, trying to get through that section, uh, I guess it's... After six, the left going back, like, away from the pit area, those are all first geared. In real life, you're, like, kind of sliding through it the whole way. Uh, or at least I usually am. Because <laughs> uh, you're, like, blasting the curb, and then you're trying to get back in the gas. But you're, like, going back and forth there. It's really hard to do on Irish because you can't get the real feel of the car. There's no butt feel. Exactly. The butt feel is crucial at Indy Road Course. It's same thing going over the curbs, like, because there's so much going on that so quickly that and you're steering, you're doing that like kind of subconsciously that you can't do it on there. You yeah. just lose control. Backwards pit stops. Backwards pit stops, skinny pit stops, long pit boxes. The most sketchiest pit road on the NASCAR circuit. And now we're doing it backwards. Well, we have been for the last couple yeah. of years, but. I mean, you think it's the sketchiest? Yeah. The last. And it's the narrowest. For the sure. last brickyard race where. Yeah, where Allgaier was subbing for Jimmy, Jimmy, and took out that guy's leg. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty bad. Yeah, that was. I mean, and it's like no room; just like too wide, and that happened. Yeah, the whole pit road blocked. Yeah, I mean, it was uncomfortable to watch. Which begs the question: Why don't we race? It? Like, why are we using the excuse that pit road isn't good enough at some of these places that we could be going to? It seems like it's another excuse to uh, not go places to pat your pockets. Indy also holds a special place in my heart as well. Because it was your first cup race? First cup race as a pit crew guy. Yeah. That's neat. Pitted a Rick Ware car. That's neat. J.J. Yaley was the driver. I wouldn't go back to the Brickyard if it was up to me. I know. You've stated that multiple times. At least just run the oval or the rectangle with the cup cars and then send Xfinity to IRP. With the trucks. Yeah, I'm rallying hard for any in every series to go to IRP. IndyCars, IRP. 
I'm pretty sure they still don't have safer barriers. Yeah, they do. In the corners. All the way around, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they have them on the yeah, street. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of BSing on that. I think it's just on the in the corners, but I mean, it's a five eighths mile track that's flat. You're not going fast enough to need a safer barrier. They need safer barriers at Watkins Glen, and they don't have them. That is true. Safer barriers at Watkins Glen would actually be, it's actually a hot commodity. Like they need them there, and they just don't have them. The fact <laughs> that you can go through the S's at 160 miles an hour with walls on both sides of you and their Armco barriers, sketchy. <laughs> Is insane. Man. Which kind of still makes me want... Like, if they put safer barriers up, then we could run Watkins Glen backwards. Why would you want to do that? Imagine going into the S's going that fast. No. That would be sick. No, thanks. That's a, it's a life or death situation there. There's also another cool go-kart track area in uh, S-I-K. Indy. S-I-K. Sick. Sick karting. Sick karting. Uh, it's uh, owned by Sarah Fisher. Really? Yep. S-I-K- I've never been there before. I might have to check it out. There's three racetracks. I heard there's a slick track. There's So there's a road course. Pretty standard. Mm-hmm. There's a banked oval. Mm-hmm. And then there's a slick track. See, the thing about the slick track is I saw a bunch of uh, USAC people go there. And they were literally They like, used to have a league night. They were like eye-racing uh, wall cheating. The yeah, whole time. just riding around. Yeah. I've, that I seems dumb. That seems dumb to me. But it was just slider after slider after slider. No, but the fastest way to get around the racetrack is just to ride the fence the whole time. Well, they, they put a stop to that. Not in this race I watched. It's like all the USAC people and every single one of them was just beating the fence down. I'm sure the go-kart like owners love that. Yeah. <laughs> just tearing the right front off. No right. bumping. Stay off the wall. <laughs> but no, that's a cool place if you're ever in Indy to check out. There's a great restaurant across the street. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. I can't thank them enough. Uh, Just hate it for the guys. Yeah. I'm going to find it out here. I was thinking about the Watkins Glen going, like the reverse Watkins Glen thing. So the Chicago street course, we didn't really talk about the course itself or anything really. We haven't talked about it since the news came out. Uh, Have you ever looked into like turns one and six? Of which track? The Chicago street course. The two that are butted up against each other? No. Why? There's no runoff at all. Oh, perfect. And it's a 90-degree turn. It is called Charlie Brown's Pancake and Steakhouse. Oh, that does sound... That sounds fire, actually, just from the name. But it's there's no runoff, and the, the track is butted up against each other, so the walls are going to have to be pretty strong. There's no runoff. You're probably going 150 miles an hour into the turn. Just send it. What if you don't have brakes? Like, what if you have a brake failure? Just send it. You're going to hit impossibly hard. hard. Impossibly hard. Like, and there's no getting out of it. And that's granted, you know, this is, you know, cup teams these days don't really have brake failures anymore because they're all pretty good. And, you know, all the parts come from the same place. It's all good stuff. Usually. I mean, it'll all still be relatively new stuff when we go there next year. So I don't think you'll see it happen. But, like, I mean, even if you just get turned around going in there and you can't slow down at the rate you'd like to. You know, we we had a solution for that. You're going to hit hard. We had a solution for that. There's a purpose-built road course in Wisconsin. Yes. Called Road America. And it was good. And I don't know why we're not, I don't know why we're not going there. I'm I think Xfinity take, and Truck are going. I'm excited for Xfinity to go there and repave, though, because they're supposed to repave it now. Yeah. Oh, dog. The kink, wide open. Probably not. You won't use a brake, I don't think. 
It'll be interesting. Carousel wide open. I don't think we go back, though. Anytime soon. Cup Series to Road yeah. America? No, nah, yeah. It's going to be at least so five, three to five years. I don't think so either, which sucks, but I, I agree. I mean, putting the, the race on 4th of July weekend in person works, but for TV ratings does not. The TV's not good at Road America? No, it's not good because of the weekend. People. So you think you think anywhere you go, it won't be good. Correct. Daytona, but I, I, the Daytona ones were probably good. Like Daytona, Daytona is the only. You put it at like New Hampshire or Richmond. Yeah, it's just not gonna be good. It's just not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good. I mean, it wouldn't be good there in person or on TV. I don't right. Think. Road so America much, was good because it was a campground getaway place for it was. July. It was a drinking festival. That just so happened to have a race going. Yeah, on. exactly, and that's what made it get I me. Mean, it's like Daytona, but I heard that Daytona didn't even. They're the reason we don't go back there. The city of Daytona is the reason we don't go back there. Yeah, because they it's like bike, not bike week, but it, there's some festival. No, but but it's the Fourth of July in Daytona is already an event in itself. Like there didn't need to be another event on top of it. There, they didn't see any gain for. NASCAR being there Fourth of July weekend at all, so like let's move them to another weekend so we have another event, another big Correct. weekend, right? As opposed to stacking two on top of each other. Yeah, that's like Texas. Like they used to always have a, they used to always shoot themselves in the foot at TMS because they schedule their fall race on the opening weekend of deer season, and that killed them. That killed the fall race for a long time, and no, then I they messed the racetrack up. I was just saying, then they. they did a lot of stuff themselves to shoot themselves in the foot. I was thinking about Texas, how you could fix it. There's there's no way. Add like six degrees of banking in the last two lanes at the top of one, two. Oh, so do another $50 million worth of renovations? Just one and two. It wouldn't be $50 million. Okay, it would be at least 10 No, it wouldn't. Ripping up brand new asphalt. Brand new asphalt. They redid it in 2007. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in five years, that'll be 20 years ago. Wow, good math. I mean, I'm just saying, think about no, that. No. Just think about that. Was that in five years? It'll be. Tw- I mean, it's 15 years ago right now. That's a long time ago. So it's not brand new asphalt. I can't believe they redid it that long ago. That's no way. That can't be right. It just says on iRacing is 2007. Look up when they redid Texas, since you're already on your phone tuned out. I mean, I'm just, I just think, I've been tuned out since two minutes into the Choco Taco conversation. I just think that if you want to like, if you ever want to get any kind of high line at Texas, specifically in one and two, you got to add like six degrees of baking, if not more. Imagine how sick that would be. Like cars, they'd be like 50 feet apart so on the differing lines. This is a article from March 24th, 2012. So it's 2012. Or 2022, sorry. I don't know where I got 12 from. Uh, considering the repave is only going to be five years old in April. Really? So that I was wet. So it's 2017. Yeah, you're off by a decade. That I was. But still, I think, I think three and four has hope. I think you might see people start moving around down there more as the years go on. You already have people moving up higher and higher as we go. Yeah, but the resin... PJ1 has tainted that track. Not really. For any other series. Any other series, yeah. Like IndyCar. Yeah, but I mean, whoops. I mean, the, 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 track, <laughs> Sorry. the track sucked for them anyway with it being flat and no resin. 
But I'm just saying if they added like six degrees of banking around the very top, just like the top two lanes, leave all the bottom the same. Don't change anything on the bottom. Just do the top. It might work. And it'd be like a like a Kokomo where you have guys that are 30 feet down from the guys ripping the top but taking the shorter line. And then you have the guys just zinging it around the top. Yeah, that won't work. Yes, it would. No, I just shocked myself. I don't know. I do that all the time. I, th- I mean, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Just see what happens. I mean, worst thing that happens, you do it. No one goes up there. And you spend $5 million. But that's the price you pay for screwing the track up in the first place. So you better start trying things to make it work. Before just go to the dirt up. track right a bit on the other side of the, the speed. I'm just saying they got to start trying stuff before it goes all the way away. Because I don't want that to happen. I would love for that to happen. Just because it sucks right now, but if they found a way to make it good, you'd like it. Maybe. The surrounding area is pretty good. Mm. It's no different. Fat than Bucky's. It's no different than... Whataburger. Like a Kansas. Yeah, but you like Kansas. Because <laughs> yeah. the casinos. I know, but there's not... Like, uh, there's after casinos that, in, at, in TMS? No, there isn't. Yeah, there is. Where? Look it up. Look up the closest casino to Texas Motor Speedway. I bet you it's not even within 100 miles. You keep talking, and I'll let you know. All right. So I uh, had an interview today, and I shaved this morning. But then once I got to this interview, um, I realized that it was just a phone interview because I was at a different place. I was at my place of work, and I felt like a dum-dum because I had shaved for a phone interview. So what did you find? This still is, working on it. Yeah. At least when I'm on my phone, I still talk to you. No, you don't. No, you do not. Yes, I do. But anyway, indie road course. It's probably going to be boring. That's what. That's my forecast. I think the truck race will probably be the best race of the weekend. Oh, without a doubt. Great inside analysis. What there. is that one? that I'm like, very My sub- buddies go to it. I'm very surprised, though, that Where's only Chalk Talk Casino. That only 36 trucks showed up or are on the entry list. Yeah, I know. I am, too. I'm like, Nice even had to bring out the fifth truck to oh, get to I know 36. Why. It's in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I hear that's really close to Dallas Fort Worth. It kind of took an hour. Yeah. How, uh, far, how far would you drive for a casino? 20 minutes. 45. No, you wouldn't. 45 you, you little fiend. You'd go, you'd go to Chalk Talk Casino. <laughs> Yeah, but I never have time at Texas. You had three days. That's true. That was before <laughs> I was a gambling. Before you were a gambling man? Yeah. But I was also sitting at the racetrack for eight hours a day. Sleeping, getting ready for that gambling. You can be strategizing. I'm going to throw some dice tonight, boy. You make it seem like I have a problem. I would say you make it seem like you have a problem. <laughs> but I, I, you don't have a problem. You just like gambling. You can stop whenever you want. I do. I had the option to go back to the casino Saturday night, and I chose not to. Why? I was tired. That's a good excuse. Like, I, because then we had to turn around and be at, oh, I have something to talk about now. Uh, we had to turn around and be at the, so I got back to the hotel probably about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, because mm-hmm. I went and got dinner after and stuff. Mm-hmm. Had to be back at the racetrack at Pocono at 8 a.m., Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a way to add to that. 
because we were out in the fan zone. And I was, we had a show car out there, and I'm standing there thinking, how many of these people out here talk so much trash about us? And they're walking right up. And they're walking right up. Oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Those people that are walking up to you probably aren't. There's just that many people that aren't the trolls on Twitter that are out there. Just because a bunch of people on Twitter act a certain way does not mean that that is how people are. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying for all the people that are on Twitter, that person who will talk trash about us will come up we'll to the still, car. It's, it's probably still one of them out there. And they're like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. They no, came definitely. out here with the show car and they started it up. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. And I just want to, I want to find that person in real life and punch them so hard in the dick. Why? Because they're, Two-faced? Just, just don't like those kind of people. I mean, that's just Twitter people. You, you can't... I mean, that's the nature of the beast, right? You can't deny that the, the people of Twitter are the way they are. They especially are. especially NASCAR Twitter, dude. It's crazy. They, they have, like... They don't are. have a real profile picture up. They're just rolling with it with four followers, just hating on people. They love it. And I don't know what they get from it. I really don't. I don't know. I like reading... Like, I've been, like... Reading, going through all the stuff on the DQ of the 18 oh, I bet and, you that's and the 11. Delight. Oh, dude, people know a lot about race cars. It's cr- incredible what somebody on Twitter who's not involved with NASCAR at all knows about these things and how much it really affects what these cars are doing and what it really means for the sport for them to get DQ'd. Like, I love how smart people think they are. It is laughable. Do you think they should have gotten an L1 penalty? Did they get an L1? No, they just got DQ'd. They didn't, there's no points, deductions, no fines. They literally just got DQ'd from the race. I don't know. I but heard. Here's, here's the thing. Here's I the did thing. hear a rumor, though, that um, the sponsors for those two cars asked for their money back for that race. Really? That was the word on the street this morning. I maybe. Especially being in the M&M's race and the M&M's car gets thrown out. And FedEx. Yeah, but I mean, it's not there. But I mean, still, I mean, here's the thing: like, I don't know what kind of penalty they should they should or shouldn't have gotten because I don't really know what they did. As most people on the internet don't really know what it was. I know what it was. What was it? They put tape. Like, are you saying you don't know what they did? What they do? Tell me what they did. They put clear tape underneath the wrap. Okay, so what does that do? I don't know. Exactly. No like, one really knows. Like to say, oh, they put clear tape underneath the wrap does not tell you anything. You know nothing about what they were doing. Right, but I put clear tape over the wrap on my car sometimes. Sometimes it's under the wrap. Sometimes, I mean, there's helicopter tape that gets wrapped over. And it's just yeah. on the car. I mean, we have wrapped over a wrapped car before. Exactly. Like, I mean, so what were they really doing? Like, like, were they covering something? Were they, like, were they taking the clear tape and spacing something out to make it the airflow differently? You don't know. No one really knows what they were doing except for the people in NASCAR and Joe Gibbs Racing. And the wrap guys. Not really. They probably don't even know. They just wrapped over the car because they wrap cars, and that's what they do. Like, they, they're not going to ask questions about it. No one knows. And the, the people on Twitter are like, oh, it's just a piece of tape. You don't know what they're, like, okay, you don't know what they're doing. And neither do we. Maybe they're just having to protect a piece that... They thought was going to get worn out more or something. I don't know. You don't know. Did you see McDowell got $100,000? Yes, that yeah. was huge. 
that, that was massive. For, that was for Bondo or something, I think. Uh, yeah, it was manipulation of. Or if they were like parts. cutting and moving the fiberglass. I mean, what's that is you, a that is a punishable penalty. If you look at it, Pocono had a pretty big weekend for penalties. The GMS cars got some hefty penalties. Yeah, I I I don't know what they did. Still, it was something with the side pod. Yeah, things. they didn't have a screen somewhere where they were supposed to. Like they were letting air. I guess they were letting air more air flow than what they were allowed. I mean, didn't really affect them much. Eric Jones still had a hell of a race. I heard a another spicy. Uh, Kyle Busch to Stuart Haas racing rumor. Yeah, door bumper clear has already covered it. Oh, okay. Well, you don't know who's getting kicked out and where he's going then. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, you texted me that. Well, yeah. I don't know if we want to talk about it. Exactly. I don't think you want to talk about it. I definitely don't want to talk about it here. So, if you guys thought you were getting some more. Yeah, really. Matt's just teasing you. There's a driver. Uh, I'm not even going to do it. Yeah, I mean, people will know because, like I said, Dorman McClear said that they were saying that if Kyle goes SHR, it'll be the 41. Yeah. So where does that put him? No one knows. No one knows. Where's Priest standing in all this? That's what I want. I guess he's going to the 10. I mean, the fact that or either that or Almirola staying on the 10, I don't know. I, I'm not in the loop enough on Cup stuff at all. I'm hardly in the loop on Xfinity stuff. We need to start Truck Series rumors. I don't really know any truck series rumors. I'm I'm way out of loop on truck series. I like Chad Chastain is on the entry list. This I saw week. that. I swear to God, it's just going to be Ross with a mustache, like a fa- like it's Ross with like a huge fake mustache. That would be crazy if Ross pulled triple duty, Cup, Xfinity, and he's going to make his. He's got to qualify in. He, okay, he's got to qualify in. Unless he spins out or he gets wrecked in qualifying, he's going to make the race. Misses a shift. Okay, yeah. You've done that. Blown a motor. When? Uh, Coda? It's not what happened. Okay, well, Road America? It's not what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened where it was either transmission or engine. Well, the engine definitely blew up at Road America, and the engine definitely blew up at Coda, but I didn't didn't money shift or anything like that. I'm not saying you money shifted. I'm just saying parts failures. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, that happens, but... You're out, you're out here sp- spreading spreading these rumors, and I'm out here just money shifting left and I right. D- I never said that. I did money shift a truck at Coda once, but we didn't blow up, and they just made me deal with the we just made me deal with it the rest of the weekend. I just didn't have any power. That's on you. It it is on me. I do, for some reason I like have an issue with trucks doing that. I, I did get pretty nostalgic today because at work we just sometimes we get bored and we just turn on random races. Mm-hmm. We watched two truck series races from 2000. One was from 2007. One was from 2011. And trying to rifle off all the names in the field. I thought you were going to say 2021 Kansas where your boy had a hell of a show. <laughs> no. More for the old stuff. Yeah. not. I watched races from 2007, like 2005, 2007. Maybe I sometimes I'll go to 2011 because that's when the nationwide car went to the COT. I watch those races constantly. So much fun to watch. We even watched uh, the ARCA. Wow, I don't see know. a little Eric Darnell footage out there. The uh, Ar- ARCA, it was the 95 ARCA Bondo Marhide series. I think that's what it was called. I don't know what that is. It was what it was called before the ARCA Remax oh. series. 
where Hillenburg won the championship and we were watching the race in Atlanta. Arca and at Atlanta. <laughs> Arca at Atlanta. Five cars finished on the lead lap. Was this old, old Atlanta or just old Atlanta? 95. So old, old Atlanta then. Correct. Oval-shaped Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like six, I think, no, four cars finished on the lead lap. Mike Skinner got parked with like four or five laps to go and finished sixth. Why did he get parked? Uh, he did not. He got black flagged for something. Hmm. Uh, the top 10, the last person, the person in 10th was like nine or 10 laps down. But for racing an arc was race. so much better and so much closer back in the day. Correct. Man. I was about ready to take a screenshot of that and put it up next to something at like Pocono. Yeah. Where there's like 15 cars and only eight of them are on the lead lap and all of them are like two or three laps down. I was going to take a picture and be like, Arca hasn't changed since 95, I guess. Yeah. It was wild. I, don't know. I mean, it had its, I, I want to say it had its cold in there, but I mean, I really don't know. I didn't really watch racing that much. It did. Back when, uh, who was the guy with the orange? Frank Kimmel. No, no, no. He had the orange numbers. It was like the number 11, and his car was black and purple. Blaze Alexander? No. This was like when Busher was running Arca. Chris Busher. Trying to think of his name. Mid-2000s? Yeah, mid to late. Not in the Rula Brothers car? No, no. Oh, no. He was was in the Rula Brothers car. Yes, but there was somebody. And he always just stuck around and always ended up like fifth. I forget his name. He was a pretty. He was a staple Arca guy for a little bit. Frank Campbell, obviously. I remember watching him. I remember watching him and Chris like race the hell out of each other at Salem. Sat in the infield and watched. Salem is a badass racetrack. Salem is cool. Salem and Winchester. They're the two. Those are the two last great calls. I mean, that Bristol is too, but those are the like the last two like the untainted ones. They're the they're OGs. They are. Just all class, just perfect. Just yeah. moment, just a perfect thing. It's like looking it's at a time a, capsule. It's like European architecture, perfect. Don't change a thing. Yep. Just well, maybe change pit road, but yeah, that, that is the only thing about those places that suck is pit road. Toledo, I think Toledo is a great racetrack, but pit, pit road, road is sucks, non-existent. <laughs> yeah, I I think Toledo is a great racetrack. I think if you spruced her up a little bit. Arca, well, NASCAR technically owns that racetrack. Because Arca owned it, right? Because Arca owned it. Ben to Toledo. Fun fact, guess what? Want a race? There's a casino there. Ohio has casinos. Yeah, they do. I remember going, uh, whenever I'd race Bandoleros, we'd, they had Bandolero Nationals in Kentucky two years in a row. And it's right on the border of Ohio. Yeah, there's and a casino in Cincinnati. We'd always go to the casino because they had a sweet buffet. Had to cross the river and get over there. Yep. Well. That's a lot. Hour hour 20? Yeah, ish. Shoo! We've been going for well, a while. Well, I mean, if you didn't have the 20-minute tangent on... Tw- it it gains every time you mention it. It was 5, then it was 10, then now it's 20. Yeah. that's. And Chaco Tacos deserve 30. So... That's going to be it for us here today. Chaco hoagies. <laughs> Make sure to like, subscribe, swipe up, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Smash that like button. Yeah. By all means, five star. Leave a long review. A couple yeah. paragraphs even. Next week, we're going to try something different. I'm yep, going to go on and record I'm going to fill out a map live on air. Yes. 
That's going to be amazing. We're going to go. How are we going to do that? I don't know. Do your idea. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, I guess we will. I guess we will. But that does it. Episode 38, Wheelman of Genius. Happy Hoogie Fest. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.